Welcome to another Stories in Science podcast episode. In today's podcast, you'll be hearing a story from Devin Shepard, a father who shares his perspective of, her, of his daughter's journey in science. It was published on January 3rd, 2018. The title is Moments, My Daughter's Journey in Science as a Father. My name is Fanyol Mwindi, and I will be reading the story today from Davin Shepard. So a little bit about Davin Shepard. He's a father of Amoy Antoinette, who is a second grader from Atlanta, Georgia. Amoy is passionate about science, and with the help of her father, she makes videos on several neuroscience-related topics and posts them on her Facebook page, Science for Children. Mr. Shepard shares his perspective as a father who is witnessing his daughter's exploration and discovery of neuroscience. This story can be found on our website, uh, storiesinscience.org, and I'll be reading here um, his story that uh, he shared with us. So quick summary points uh, about the story. So he writes, it's important to cultivate our children's interest in science from an early age and watch the development through the different phases. And the second summary point, it is rarely the case that a single defining moment propels one into science. Usually, there's a compilation of moments. So the story begins. People always ask me how my daughter Moy got into science. My first thought typically, is there an actual event that I can pinpoint? Was there one particular thing I could isolate and say this was the moment? There were definitely several defining moments I can think back to. Moments like when she would put on her mother's stethoscope and pretend to listen to your pulse. Moments like three-year-old Amoy sitting there listening to me go over notes for a biology exam. She will mimic my words back to me and laugh. These are always the times when a parent looks back at their child and says, you're going to be a doctor one day. Still, I didn't make anything of it. Most people reference Amoy as a pretty baby because that's what they saw. Yet, what would beauty be without brains? There are a bunch of pretty children out there who one day grow old and fail to leave their footprint on the planet if their parents never nurture their goals. Then there are moments like when I brought home a microscope that Amoy always found herself hanging around. When I took it out of the box, she was in awe. It was daddy's new toy and she wanted to play too. She wanted it so badly to be able to touch it that she always uh, was very careful to follow instructions when I let her operate it. I guess she wanted to show me that she respected the equipment. It wasn't long before she was able to operate it independently. She knew how to insert the slides and then correctly get it into focus. She would go from slide to slide just looking and asking questions. She would always go outside with fresh slides and come back into the house with two or three things to look under the microscope. It was safe to say that she was fascinated by looking at things under the microscope. It wasn't long before I realized that I would have to get a microscope for her as well. Then there were moments like buying her little science-oriented toys. This included the squishy body, the magic school bus, science kits, PH kits, and of course many of the very cool Doc McStuffins paraphernalia. We would do science experiments together. These kits usually kept her very busy. It would provide valuable playtime for us to both learn and play simultaneously. Her very first video was a pH test. She had little pH strips, an electronic pH meter, some test tubes, and some liquids. 
She sat there on the kitchen table dipping her strips into various liquids to determine its pH level. I recorded it because I thought it was cute and she was pre presenting like a, an instructor. I remember Moe taking a pH te testing kit to school to show it to her classmate. She would come home baffled that they were not interested in it. She said the kids thought she was weird. I told her not to worry about what, she, what they thought. I remember her telling me that an adult told her that her father was brainwashing her, to which she replied, you should wash your brain too, with the utmost innocence. There were moments like the time I was studying the heart. I had an actual heart model. It wasn't a very intricate heart model. However, it, was, it still had enough moving pieces that it definitely helped with learning orientation. I remember Moy being so fascinated by the heart model that she asked for her own. One day she asked me to record her showing the heart model. And so was the inception of Moy doing video tutorials. She was now four years old at the time. She then started to get more inquisitive about the function as opposed to the form. She wanted to know more about what made the heart pump blood. She began to watch a bunch of YouTube videos on her tablet, read books, and ask a thousand questions. Now, make no mistake, she was still very much a child. She liked to play with dolls, hide and seek, etc. Still, she found the time to explore a passion for science. At this point, it wasn't not much of a surprise to me anymore as I began to realize that she was definitely serious about learning science. She would even proclaim that she was a scientist. Who was I to tell her otherwise? We ended up shooting a series of videos covering the heart. One of the videos covered cardiac conduction, which would seg her uh, fascination in neuroscience. We concluded the heart study section with a dissection. I remember almost vomiting during the dissection because my stomach just isn't designed for things like that. But I toughed it out for Amoy's sake. She definitely had no problem dealing with it or that smell that came from whatever they used to preserve a cow's heart. There were several moments like when the doorbell rings, she opens the door to a package on the porch. All of a sudden, the five-year-old Moy comes running around the corner yelling, Is that a package for me? The package was definitely for her. My mother had apparently ordered Moy a model brain. It had so many pieces to it. It was quite complex and would prove to keep her busy for hours on a day. Naturally, she began by attempting to identify the parts of the brain and their functions. Then she wanted to study the brain at the cellular level and became interested in the physiology of the synapse. I think the most defining moment was when she learned the story of Phineas Cage, a railroad foreman who had an accident that opened one of the floodgates in neuroscience research. She was still five at this point. The next video focused on the 12 cranial nerves. I even remember her sitting there using Play-Doh to build a model neuron. She would always pop quiz me on the events at the uh, neuromuscular junction and the reflex arc. During this time, Amoy began to set up her room like a lab. With the help of, help of her mother, she started to gather all kinds of equipment to add to her lab. She's still building it to this day and takes birthday and Christmas opportunities to ask for science equipment of her choice. This experience as a father has been very rewarding. Amoy is progressively becoming who she's supposed to be. I always, I'm always grateful for the experience of raising her. I think some children just know what it is that they want to be in life. Some of them will wait and take longer, progressive route, while some wish to begin their journey almost immediately.
There was never one defining moment, but it was more of a compilation of moments that painted the picture of her goal. And this is the end of the story that was written by again Davin Shepherd. I hope you enjoyed um, listening to that story. You can uh, read that story as well on our website at storiesinscience.org. Until we meet again, thank you.